Welcome <laughs> to Flat Back Six Pack. I'm your host, Isaiah. I want my beautiful co-host. Introduce yourself, boys. Randy the Nips. I'm uh Jesse the Kitty Cat Tamer Lewis. You're a weenie. You're a weenie. You're fucking weenie <laughs> McButt. How's You're that? a wing nut mixed bazitron. It's definitely a knucklehead mixed bazitron. We're getting the most intellectual conversation about wrestling, and we haven't started talking about wrestling. This will be a I don't show. know. It I don't is. Know, we can debate that later. That's not a debate. <laughs> that's a fact. So the old lady, nut. the old lady Whoa. calls him a wingnut, and then no, no, no. The old Jesse. someone else calls him oh, a wingnut, okay. and then she goes, "Knucklehead McSpazitron." Right, You're right. Man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We can see, Andy. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Welcome to the Dynamite Review. <laughs> Review. Yeah. So I guess without any further ado, we should just hop into it. So, the night started off with a bang in the American Nightmare. Cody Rhodes with the enforcer Arn Anderson versus Penta El Zero Miedo. This is a good match. Penta uh, attacked Rhodes before the match. You know, it was funny watching Arn Anderson like shuffle away. He was like, ah, ah, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was a pretty solid match. There's some good spots. Uh, not a whole lot of luchadoring, but a decent amount of, uh, Penta just beating the shit out of Cody for the whole match. This was just, yeah, it was That's entertaining. Was. Yeah. At one point he like does the arm break spot, which was, you know, fucked. And then Cody just rolls him up after for the win. And like, I don't know. I felt like Penta should have gotten the win here. He could use some momentum. Uh, I feel it was like, fine. It was just like I feel like they're building up this this feud. Try. I wouldn't be surprised if we get it at double or nothing. Just like get this as the blow off match, and you get Penta that big win there. That'd be cool. Yeah, it that. was. It was a good it's, match. It's gonna come. Oh yeah. Oh, my favorite thing about Penta is if you if this guy. Just stop taunting. You be world champion. I saw it in that ladder match. I see it here every time he talks. He gets one good one. And he's like, I can do five more now. Yes, and it always backfires. When he put the fucking hats on in the middle of the match too. That was a great spot. Genuinely I love that. Oh, he had him. one hat and then a different hat after he beat up Cody. Yeah. <laughs> so so after the match he beats him up. Uh and then the Nightmare family comes down. It's Dustin Rhodes, the Gun Club, uh and then about an hour and a half later, you know, after taking his sweet sweet time, QT Marshall swings down to the ring. He had to tie his shoes, man. That's what he said. And everyone was like, "What the hell? Where were you?" And yeah. So I guess that's happening. I don't know. What do you guys think I really, that? I didn't think this match was going to be the first. I think none of us thought this match was going to be the first one of the night. No, it was an interesting surprise. Yeah. I just I, went hard out of the gate. In retrospect, looking at the rest of the night, it makes sense. 
putting it there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's not like oh, you're yeah. going to have the lights out match at the beginning. That def- defeats the purpose that would of. Be so interesting. It'd be like, okay, so you're going to turn the lights off and then the show starts? Or what? I kind of want to see that. That sounds interesting. No, that... And then the whole night, we'd just be like on the edge of our seats, like. I think, I think it might next. be like that I think happens. we might see some shit too crazy, and then we'd be like, "Well, I don't need to yeah, see exactly. some normal wrestling if now." If that happened, all the matches that we saw would be lowered. Yeah, just because of they that. would. But we'd still be sitting there like, "Oh, what's gonna happen next?" Oh, nothing. But what yeah. about this? Uh, no, oh no. <laughs> it would have been a big letdown. We but we still had a bit on the edge of our Raw. seats. We did that for a year watching Raw. What's gonna happen? Next? Oh. <laughs> oh, this uh, shit. So, we don't need to relive that life anymore. So, I got a question. WrestleMania is two days this year? Uh, yeah, it was two days last year as well. Okay. Yeah, they it do was, that I because... I guess I didn't watch it, hey. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you didn't start watching wrestling again until, like, two months ago or something. Yeah, but I only missed one Mania. Yeah. Did you? Four. No, you missed two. Yeah. No, you, I you definitely saw the watched other one. last year. You saw the other one. Hmm. Okay. Just not, no, no. not with you guys. So you didn't see Drew McIntyre win the belt then? I don't fucking remember. No, there was no. a Firefly. You didn't see the Boneyard match? The Undertaker's no. last match. You haven't watched it? You haven't seen the Firefly Funhouse match either. I'm sure That's I've also watched great. it. Man. I'm going to have to rewatch some stuff here. He, he literally enters to a Metallica song on a motorcycle to a graveyard. This is true. Okay, no, I didn't <laughs> see that. Dog. <laughs> great no, match. No, but yeah, they do WrestleMania in two days now, and it's better because you know when you just watch one, it's long. Now it's half that time, and everyone gets. Oh yeah, it's matches. like seven hours. Yeah. yeah, so now it's like three and a half hours, and you get a break. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, and then okay. it's like there's two main events, you know. It's good. I like that. Yeah, we get a whole weekend of uh, fun wrestling time. Uh, so then we get uh, an interview with Alex Marvez. Uh, where he's talking about the number one contenders, uh, Pac and Ray Phoenix, and then Don Callis interrupts him, and he goes like, hey, man, I'm sorry that I, uh, like, framed you for kicking me in the face. Like, you didn't do it, okay? You didn't do it. But I just wanted to see if I could turn you into the Young Bucks from Japan again. Remember Japan when you guys were, like, the best tag team in the world? Think about that. So it's like, we'll talk We'll talk about this and with the rest of that segment later on. Um, but yeah, so Don Callis is really trying to pull the strings here. Uh, here's a match that I forgot happened completely. Danny Jordan versus, uh, Jade Cargill. Uh, this was about a minute. Jade, uh, it was actually exactly a minute and 17 seconds. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's close to a record. Then, uh... Is that an AEW record? No, I don't think so. No. Um, I think, like, oh, oh man. Was actually murdered someone like under him, and I think I heard yeah. <laughs> just killed him. Uh, so then Cardgill goes to Red Velvet on the outside, and the ref gets involved and stops it. I imagine we're gonna get a singles match between those two soon, if not at the next pay per view, probably at the next big AEW Dynamite event. 
What oh, do you guys think? Just hey, this it happened. Was, it's just squash match. Yeah, it's it was a match. thing. <laughs> that one kick she did, that one looked like it hurt because she did run her over with one kick. That was That's cool. true. That's true. Oh no. yeah. And she now. Oh, yeah, exactly, right? And now for the real meat and potatoes. And the pickles. Eh, you can say pickles. Pickles works for this next segment, I guess. So next we get the in-ring segment for MJF, Tully Blanchard, Sean Spears, Wardlow, and FTR. Uh, so they're going to explain everything that went down. Tully Blanchard comes out, and he starts talking first. He says that it's his uh, goal to make this group the baddest in AEW and that they're the, the pinnacle of the of the sport. Then uh, Jericho grabs the mic and he Not said... Jericho. Or sorry, uh, MJF grabs the mic and he says that like uh, pretending to like Jericho wasn't easy and it also wasn't easy taking a backseat to him for six straight months. Uh, he says that he... From day one, the goal was to kill the inner circle from the inside uh, to end the strongest faction in AEW and build an even stronger one. And then MJF shows off the lineup, uh, hyping all of them. He goes, like, he's the big man and re- the best big man in wrestling. This here is uh, the best tag team. Sean Spears is going to make sure that you understand that he's going to kick your ass if you keep telling him he's not good enough, you know, things like that. Uh, then he says that he's 24 years old and that he's going to age like five fine wine with at least 25 years left in the tank. And then when it's all said and done, he's going to have a career much better than Jericho's. Um, See, I can believe that. Yeah, me too. So that was confident. Exactly. Him in right? 40 years. MJF in 40 years is just going to be gold. Yeah, he's going to be not, incredible. If he's not... This is, that is the most disappointing career I've ever seen. Yeah, I, I agree. Always on it. What a waste if it, if he isn't. But um, then we get uh, MJF says that they are the pinnacle. That's the faction name. They're the they're gonna destroy Jericho. Uh, I loved this fucking segment. MJF is a god on the microphone. Some of my favorite lines were like talking about how. Uh, they were further apart than uh, Jericho's by, uh, pectorals, uh, t- talking about his receding hairline, things like that, just kind of being a, a total asshole, you know? That's his whole shtick, and I love it. It's it's the best. Mm. I fucking, the, I'm so excited for the pinnacle of uh, AEW. My favorite line that you said is when you refer to FTR as the only true Grand Slam Tag Team Champions. It's true. Everywhere they go, they win gold. And I was like, if you want to hype someone up, that's how you do it. Well, right? it's you true. Can't argue. You can't argue. You no. just hear and go, they are yeah, the only You're true like, okay, New Japan, <laughs> okay. Uh, Impact, okay. Um, WWE. WWE, okay. Uh, AEW, Okay, <laughs> like <laughs> just like anywhere they go, they win. You're just like you know what? Fair enough. Yeah, Fair enough. they're nice with it. Yeah, no, it was a great promo. I love hearing MJF talk, and you know he ended with iconic. I haven't done this in a minute. Hopefully, I'm not rusty. Hey, Chris, I'm better than you, and you know it. And he's like, ah, 
There's the guy. There's the guy. Yeah, he's back. He's, he finally got his catchphrase back. Andy, what would you think of this? That was great. Oh, I'm I'm just excited to see more MJF. Yeah, and I'm a little like I'm more and more worried about Tully Blanchard every day. <laughs> like you're worried he's gonna get he's, hit. Yeah, he's looking good. He's fucking talking great, but I'm just scared that something's gonna happen to him. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you exactly gonna happen. Madman Kenny is gonna abduct him. <laughs> There's gonna be a backstage segment where like. What are, what are you doing, Kenny? Just gonna go, <laughs> I got the old guy. I'm not so worried. I'm not so worried for him. I'm more worried for Jake the Snake. Watching him well, walk just around in, and speak. Jake the Snake, just in general. I thought he was dead like two years ago. No, he had a whole thing with drugs, and then like he got yeah. he had zero money, and there's like a public fundraiser for him and things like that. Yeah, I, I thought he died during that. No, he's good. <laughs> He's, he's I, yeah, I don't want to say good. I'm yeah, I'm scared for no, him. <laughs> he, he would call good. He would call good. Yeah, know? he can move around now at least. Yeah, yeah he's getting money. Yeah. When he cl- he clotheslines someone, or what did he do like a month he, ago? He clotheslines people sometimes. Yeah. He called someone a weenie tonight. When maybe oh, the best line. That the was the best line of the night. He said, "Go get your money." Weenie boy. <laughs> I don't know if that because it was the build up, and I was just like, it was the ramblings of an old man. But the payoff worked. But it was just like, oh, I did not know where I was. Going when he said weenie boy, I fucking lost it. Andy will tell you because I lost my mind. Oh, <laughs> uh, then, I, 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 yeah, it was great. You know, I'm super stoked. Pinnacle versus Inner Circle at Double or Nothing. Hell yeah. I'm excited for for Faction Night. Bro. When they just go Faction versus Faction all night. They already do that every night. (laughs) Yeah, but like... I have a little little theory. I'll talk about it because this is my long-term booking, Madman booking, but we'll get to know what you get to that at a certain point. All right, okay. Uh, next up, we have Jungle Express and Bear Country. So it's some, a dinosaur, Tarzan, a little boy, and two giant bears versus Big Money Matt Hardy, Private Party, and the Butcher and the Blade with Bunny at ringside. Uh, this was just a sick match. You know, it was a lot of uh, Jurassic Express kind of running shit. There wasn't a whole lot of the other team in charge, you know. But it was uh, a lot of fucking Luchasaurus just taking care of everybody he's like bang bang you know but eventually the baby faces did start to not like each other which led to uh marco stunt just getting fucked up by uh private party and then matt hardy being like tag me in tag me in they tag him in he sells in the ring for a minute then picks up marco stunt plants him with the ddt better than some of the be- uh, some of the DDTs I've seen, and then yeah, that was the match. Matt Hardy gets the win, and probably the bonus for uh, pinning the guy. So how is this? I love uh, I love seeing Marco Stunt get thrown around. I think this is my first time seeing him wrestle. That Maybe second. True. Possibly, possibly. Because um, I feel like I'd remember that. Because he just looks tiny compared to everyone else. 
It would literally look like me in a wrestling ring. <laughs> no, you'd be and a little taller. Gets... Slightly, yeah. yeah. But he gets used as like a weapon multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love his role in this. And I also just love seeing Matt Hardy make money, so good for him. That's fair. I, I like Marco's son's <laughs> short uh, pants because they're in the Rugrats font. That's oh, yeah? Yeah. It says Marco <laughs> right on his butt in the, like, Rugrats up and down stuff. That's uh. One thing I will say about this match is Marco almost actually died. When Bear Country just picked him yeah. up and legit threw him. That, that he almost so died. Going head first into yeah. the I watched him like, wait a minute. That <laughs> <laughs> can't be a thing, guys. You can't just fucking like one hand each. Just tossed him. It was a lot better way to do it. But the match itself, it was just a bunch of bobbies. Good old match. A good old control chaos. Fun time. Fun time. Hell way to yeah. see Matt always just be that one guy. When it's already done, it's no wait. Bring me in. Bring me in. I got this. I have seen opportunity. Comes in. Twist the fate. What do you see? Yeah. <laughs> it's the best thing. It's the best thing. Oh, God. I love Matt Hardy. He's fucking hilarious. I don't like his BTE bits lately, though. They, those haven't been as funny. Kind of boring. Not going to lie. But everything else... He'll get it down. Once oh, yeah. he, like, figures out a bit, it's over. Yeah, he's had some good ones before, but not as of late. Uh, next up, we got John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. They're backstage talking about the tag team match. Uh, Moxley was like, I should be on a beach, but now he's got to go to war again. He's got to take care of uh, the, uh, a problem, which is the Good Brothers. He doesn't like them, but he, does, he thinks they're fucking lame. Uh... At one point, he says something along the lines of, like, bullet, and then he says, am I allowed, are we allowed to say bullet club? <laughs> you know, and, 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 like, forbidden door. The bullet the, can, we, can we say that? Yeah. Is, can the, we for, do, is that legal? The forbidden door <laughs> is open, question mark. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't, I couldn't do this uh, any justice, but fuck, this was great. Like, this was really great. This was, uh... The best promos in AEW right now. I would I fucking that. concur. So, you know, liked it. That's yeah. It's it spoke Some for good itself. Good shit. Yeah, it's just like damn. Okay, you said <laughs> it. Like right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next we get Dasha Gonzalez interviewing Christian Cage. Uh, Christian says that he. Uh, wants to prove that he's not just a, a, a workhorse. He's the workhorse. Uh, he wants to become champion, but he's well aware that you don't just put someone on top like that, so he's going to work his way there. But one day, Kenny Omega, in your future, I will be coming across you, and I will take that championship off of you. You know, and, and here's the thing. I am very much of the mind that you shouldn't put the belt on the part-timer He's just come back, you know what I mean? Or the new signee. But damn. Yeah. Like, if Christian goes on a run for five months and Kenny's still champion, give him the belt. Like, damn. That was some fire. Like, oh, outwork everyone. I'm excited to see him. I... But, 
But I would have been more excited to see Edge and Christian. Just well, gonna say. I, I feel that, but they ain't nothing you can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just feel like well, it was a bad move. Here, well, no, 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 no. Here's the thing, Andy. Would you prefer to see Christian at all or not see Christian? Because your choices were either he goes to AEW or WWE didn't offer him a contract. What, they weren't going to offer him a contract? They, no, they didn't, Andy. The Royal Rumble spot was just... Why? They because they hard. suck. They, they thought he was too injury-prone and too old to do it. And they were like... And you know Vince but they just got Edge it. back. But Edge came <laughs> back in shape. There's a difference. Like, the thing is, they justified it wrongly. I don't, I Chris don't is not that. in shape? Well, like, the difference is he's in shape, but, like, you know Vince. He likes to see chisel. He likes to see, like, if you're coming Christian back. looks like he's in the best shape of his career. Yeah. I totally agree with you. But, you know, the Vince McMahon standards are more than uh, anyone else. I would not sure. fuck with Christian under any circumstances. He looks like he'd fuck you up. I wouldn't fuck with any of these wrestlers except possibly Marco Stunt. Or Hornswoggle. No, Hornswoggle would be... Dude, did you see WLC? I did. Yeah, you're gonna (laughs) fuck with that guy? I wouldn't fuck with El Toro. What? It's El Torito, first of all. Oh, right. It's been a while. I'm right, if you don't come at all. Jesus. Anyways. (laughs) Uh, Next. I think, uh... Wait, what's next? No, you go. What do you guys say? I feel like you missed a part, unless that's what's next. Up next, uh, Eddie Kingston is making his entrance no. for the match. <laughs> he, I think you missed a part. What part? We have a surprise interview. Tony Schiavone no, tries to interview uh, Sting. That's later. That's after. That's legit after. Didn't that happen, like, way before? No. This is legit. I believe it's right after this Yeah, match. it is. It is right after okay. this match. <laughs> Yeah. Never mind then. Yeah. It looks Later like... tonight, we have a surprise interview with Tony Schiavone trying to interview Sting. Let's see what, what happens. <laughs> Andy, you know what? You were just fucking exposed. Just fucking exposed. Psych. <laughs> people, people didn't think this was the exposed special. It's always the exposed special. Every week. Every damn week. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. What? You didn't even go for it. I was like, don't set this up. Of course I was. <laughs> uh, next. So, uh, Eddie Kingston's making his entrance for their tag team match with Moxley versus the Good Brothers. But the Good Brothers just start beat him, beating him up. So, they're beating him up. And then uh, Moxley just like flies from left field. Just like, Wah! and just smacks him. And uh, the match is on, you know what I mean? And uh, so the attacks are going on Kingston and on his eyes, and they're choking him and shit. And uh, they start hyping the match between Kenny Omega and Seidel, which is next week. And if Kenny Omega loses, he's got to give Seidel a title chance at some point in the future. Um, yeah, this was pretty solid, you know? It just ended, uh... Scarily? Scarily. The most devastating move. Yeah. It was just with a cradle. 
You know? It wasn't... Like, this wasn't a crazy wrestling match by any means. It was more of a beatdown. Yeah, it was more of, of like, let's beat you up and then we'll give them the win because they deserve it. And the whole thing was, like, this is AEW, so it's their show. But after the match... Uh, yeah. Eddie Kingston gets his, like, ankle broken... Fucking Moxley almost gets his neck broken. Well, I wasn't I wasn't there yet, Doug. That's a whole other set. We're, they were going to talk Ooh. about this for a while. So, okay. after the match, come right come after the come match happens, uh, so Moxley wins, and then they start to beat them down. There was actually a lot of post-match beatdowns tonight. Um, so they start to beat them down, and then they Kenny Omega comes out with the theme music, because of course he does with Don Callis. He's showboating around. He's getting Callis to dancing. take his coat off. Literally dancing with his finger wagging. Like, <laughs> just having a fucking ball. You know what I mean? And, I uh, love Kenny Omega. He might be my favorite character. He's just... He's so crazy, and, like, no one else acts like a fool like this guy. This man, like, every week it's something new, like, this oh. is his second favorite entrance. The first one is when he came running down with his shoe. My favorite is when he came out of Sands from Undertale. That's pretty good, too. That's pretty good. That I got a favorite. little scared today that I was entering the wrestling universe. So I'm in construction, right? And there's this, like, there's this dude that just showed up on my site today that looks exactly like Kenny Omega. Yes, Andy, and I kept and I kept you. just passing him like, the fuck is this guy doing here? <laughs> no, and then I heard him talk like... later, and it sounds like him too. And I was like, "Cause it's Kenny." Fuck. This is his next. This is his next segment. It's gonna be him working on a construction site. Next thing you know, I'm getting jumped. Yes, Andy. It's all come together. I cast him some favors. I cast. Or, or he's building like a fucking house of hell for uh, <laughs> for Moxley. He's he's working on a new construction project. That's what you. No, no, no. You're working on a new construction project, <laughs> Andy. You got hired to do it, not him. That's his project. <laughs> he's, he's just your boss right now. Andy. That's you right. Um, so, after this, uh, the Good Brothers, they're beaten down, Kenny Omega comes out, Doc Callis comes out, uh, he puts Eddie Kingston's foot in between a chair and stomps on it, fucks him up, and then he rolls out of the ring and he can't get up, which, like, he just can't lift himself up, uh, and then they put Kenny Omega's neck, it's, like, perfectly on his neck, like, if... John Moxley's neck. Moxley. Yeah, Fuck, man. These names. Uh, John Moxley's <laughs> neck. And Kenny Omega goes to the second rope to jump down and give the, his neck a good old concerto when all of a sudden the Young Bucks came out for the save, which is like, what? That's, they're, they're on opposite sides. You know? So, uh, yeah. they. Which door did they come out? Anybody I, notice that? Probably the baby face door. I would assume probably because yeah. these guys are heels. Heels. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure they came out of the baby face store. In fact, so they, uh, you know, <laughs> fucking, they're like, hey, uh, I can take over. Do, do, do the hand symbol with me, dog. Do the hand symbol, and they're like, I uh, did the. Yeah, they're the like, uh, uh, <laughs> just no, good no, I'm not. 
I'm not doing it. That's all you have to do. Come on. Come on. Do it. Do it. And you're just even like. He's going like right in their face, too. Like, come on. The kid gets in and he's just like, yo. Yo, Nick. Do it. Do it. Come on. Absolutely ridiculous. So. This is what I'm thinking, boys. This is this is my crazy long-term weakness. There's a lot of factions building up right now. And the one faction we started with in AEW, the Elite, is imploding. But I feel like the heel turn for the Young Bucks and Cody is slowly starting to build. I'm not saying it's coming now or coming anytime soon. But I can see a point where... They all join Kenny, and they just start running wild. I can see it, because I feel like with the tease of, hey, remember when you guys were in Japan? Remember when you guys were in Japan and you guys were wild? I feel like it's going to be a slow build for it. I feel like it's going to be a slow build to get... I, I don't think Hangman is going to join back up. I think he has his own thing going on right now. But I could see Cody, and I could see the Young Bucks joining Kenny and just wilding out. I think Arn Anderson is going to turn on Cody Rhodes. And that will lead to that. Okay. I think Arn Anderson's going That's to join nice setup. Tully Blanchard's uh, faction. No. The Pinnacle. You think he's going to become the Pinnacle? Oh, yeah, oh. that's what I'm saying. Uh, okay. Then we got a video of Scorpio Sky. He's like, I'm the best. Fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm a heel now. Fuck you guys. This, this is a, this is verbatim <laughs> what he said. This is verbatim what he said. He looked at I'm the like, best. Oh. I'm a heel now. Uh, I'm Fuck a bad guys. guy. Fuck you guys. And then now That's we move exactly on to the mean. next segment. <laughs> 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 so then we got Ray Phoenix with Pog versus an Helico. And if you're wondering, yes, that's all that segment needed. Um, so Phoenix and and Helico <laughs> have a way too long match. It was literally six minutes, and it. Went way too long, which is crazy. Yeah, like, like, okay. So Ray Phoenix is the, the best, prob- and it's, he's so good. But like, the problem is, and Helico didn't get an entrance. You know what I mean? Yeah, that just ruins it off the start. Yeah, like he didn't. It's get just an like here's Ray Phoenix, and he comes into the ring, and it's like, oh, there's someone in there already. Oh, they're starting the ma- okay. You want to know why? All right, this dude's you getting fucked why? up. Okay. Scorpion's guy's promos are too long. So they had to make some quick cuts. <laughs> they had to make some quick cuts. You're like, you don't get an entry. It's ridiculous. See, he just has to learn some lessons from Phil. Yeah, you know, got cut down. He's coming. Fuck you guys. I'm a bad guy. I win. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to win. Best, Fuck you guys. Best promo ever. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, exactly. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, Ray Phoenix wins. This was like a nothing match. Yeah. Was, we all knew Ray Phoenix was winning. Yeah. Honestly, they should have just made it. They shouldn't have made it. As long as it was. Three moves. Just does a dive, does a type of kick, and the end with the driver. That's but what for what it was, and Helico fucking, is some, he's got some moves. He's good, yeah, dude. Spot, he's coming dude. up. He's definitely coming up. Well, I've he's never not coming heard up. of him he's before. A tag team guy. Okay, sure. Never heard of him before. 
tag team that he's with actually pretty solid. Yeah, they they were they were a lot of uh, AEW's early tag matches were with TH2. They've been getting a lot of breaks. They they had a lot of uh, TV time. They kind of if they want to come back and like have a legitimacy, they kind of need to rebuild. Right. Okay. Okay. Solid match indeed. Then we get a segment about earlier today and Alex Marvez catches up with Miro backstage. He's like, he, he doesn't want a rematch, but he's going to do it probably. And then he says, Kip Sabian, don't bring your your wife outside the ring. And then he's like, <laughs> and then he's like uh, I, I'm good. Then he accepts the match for Kip Sabian, I guess. Give me more Miro. Right. No, what I think is gonna happen. For sure. I think at the end of the match, Miro's gonna just kill everybody. Kip, Chuck, and Orange Cat. I think he's just gonna murder every single person and be like, "It's just me now." And I'm then he's gonna take Kip's now. wife. I'm the best man. I hope and he doesn't he take <laughs> Kip's wife. If he takes his wife, I'm never watching Miro. I will. I will. <laughs> there's no progression there. There's no <laughs> yeah, he needs to learn as a character that he should not have his wife around because it, it doesn't. It this is not for everyone. Anyone There's some characters, but like Miro does not need his wife around. It brings him no good. He doesn't need. He doesn't need a blonde near him right no. now. All right. Hey, he to be him. fair, that first year she did him real good. Yeah, but you didn't see what happened when she right came there out at the end. The you, entrance and you shit. You did not no. see Aiden calling a cook storyline out of nowhere. Yeah, a year in advance. He goes, Bobby Lashley is going to cuck someone's wife. And then a year later, (laughs) almost to the day, Bobby Lashley (laughs) cucked Miro and stole his wife. They got married, bro. And And now he's WWE champion. The one thing they said is, yo, Miro, this is going to be good for you. You can't cuck your wife. And it was the most degrading shit I've ever seen. They literally just, he was just a For like a good six months, he was just a cut. Yeah, it was Six bad. months? It was long, Andy. <laughs> it was a long. So if he steals his wife, bro, I'm done watching it. There was a lesbian storyline in the middle of it. It was weird. You missed, like, it was, Andy, you don't understand how how eternally bad this was. He knew this was happening the whole time? Rusev knew this was happening? Yeah, she, she yes. like, was saying, like, how much she left him for Bobby. They got, Bobby they actually, they, they got storyline divorced, and then Lana and Bobby got married. And then the second Bobby dropped Lana, he was champion. Coincidence. Wait, he just dropped Lana? No, like, like I'd say like six months ago or something. Yeah, no, okay. he dropped her, and then he was just like, and the guy's like, yo, MVP came. Another wild Aiden prediction that came yeah, out. Yeah, he also predicted MVP, which was weird. Yeah. He came back out of <laughs> Uh, yeah. But I think it's time we get to the real meat and potatoes, I think. No, no. You still skipped the fucking Sting interview. Oh, I guess I did. <laughs> where did it? Where is that? Here it is. Okay. I so knew I'm... it. It's before the fucking match. I said it no, was. No, it isn't. It absolutely it's is not. It's before the. It's before the Ray Phoenix match. It wasn't before oh, the other one. Buddy. 
Okay, so we're on the ramp, and Tony Schiavone goes, It's Sting! Like he fucking does every goddamn week. So Sting, <laughs> co- Sting comes out, and then Darby Allen comes out, and he's like, Yo, like I've defended my belt three times since I got it. That's horse shit. I'm fucking going to defend it next week. And... Uh, against and because of the best TNT champion there ever was, I'm gonna give it to anyone at, at Dark Order. Anyone from Dark Order, open challenge next week. So, uh, we're getting John Silver versus Darby Allen next week. It's gonna be fucking epic. Love so Love excited. Yeah, especially that. You know, it just it's pretty great. Uh, then. Of course, he gets interrupted, but he's interrupted by Lance Archer and Jake the Snake Roberts. And Lance Archer's oh, like, what the is. fuck? I, I I should be next. You shouldn't be saying anyone else. Like, it's just me. I, and you should be scared of me. Like, I'm going to beat you up, fucking little he punk ass. He called him an indie punk. Like, I don't know what he said. It was like some indie punk bitch. Like, yeah. Uh, indie riffic. He called exactly him an indie riffic joke. That's exactly what there he called him. <laughs> Uh, then Roberts tells Alan to put his hot dog button back on because he's nothing but a weenie. That's the thing. That line took so long to get where it was. And I was just like, yo, Jake's just saying shit. And when he said that, I was like, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> that line's going to go down in history. Yeah, you're hot dog bun, you're nothing but a weenie. You can't make that shit up. That he said that on TV. And you know what? We all I fucking could not deal with that line. It hurt it like got to me on like a, a, a tr- I like that was like a full head back like <sighs> You know what I mean? Um, like, no, I can't wait to call one of I our think, boys a weenie. I think, honestly, we missed, we missed, like, the next ten minutes of the show because we were just laughing about that one line. Yeah, it was <laughs> fucked. And then uh, Team Taz comes out, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I was, ve- I was very mad. I was like, are you kidding me? Team Taz is back. And then Cage comes out, and he's like, Taz, you're not talking for me this time. Sting... You fucking put up a hell of a match. I respect you. You're the icon. And then he leaves, and then all of Team Taz is like, what the fuck, Cage? And then he just dips. And uh, so if Cage is going off on his own, especially as a babyface, sign me up, man. That is... that is. Now we're going to get the partnership of Sting and Cage. Scooby Dank. Darby's going to do his own Scooby thing. Scooby Dope. And then nope. you're gonna see Brian Cage wearing sting paint. Nope. 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 My headphones fell out. Of my so professional. <laughs> so professional. Ugh, I know. I'm gonna do that more because I know you'll do it with me every time. Uh, yeah, but now we get to the real meat and potatoes and the reason why Dynamite is the best fucking wrestling show on television today. So... Hold on, wait. Yes. I just saw some... Oh, the Inner Circle gets, uh, or MJF stole the Inner Circle's locker room. Is that what you want? You're welcome. That also happened. No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Her name's not Reba? 
No, it's Rebel. But it says, it literally says Rebel not in Reba. brackets, not Reba. Why? There was a lot of confusion thought, at first. And then... Yeah, and, I thought and, it was Reba the last two weeks. No, it's Rebel, not Reba. Why? I'm going to keep calling her Reba. You Anyways. call her whatever you want, but her name's Rebel. <laughs> it's um, Reba McIntyre, and you know it. Just from talking for that... Yeah, you're fucking. I nervous. thought it was Reba. All right, up next, we got the lights out match between Thunder Rosa versus Doctor Britt Baker. D M D with Rebel or Reba. This Not match Reba. was easily the best AEW women's match that has ever gone on. They, I'd say, the best women's match I've ever seen. It was so unbelievably brutal, so unbelievably, like, story-driven, so, oh, it was just, this is what AEW's women's division needed was a match like this to get it jump-started, you know? Like, absolutely, the, the spots that, are, that take place throughout it all. Like, this match was 16 minutes and 38 seconds long, exactly. And it felt like it was long, like an epic, and like uh, it was just like. But there was no dead air either. It was constant, it was just scary. each other up. It's scary to watch. We both were like the, backing away. Both of them <laughs> at one point got uh, busted open right on the forehead, and both times I was like, "Oh, her forehead just got busted open." No, and then one we person got busted open. The other person got painted. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, both of them I called. I was like, oh, she just got busted open on those stairs. She got curb stomped into the stairs. And then the one after into the ladder, I was like, yeah, her head just got fucking busted open by the ladder. Oh, man, it was bad. She, They both, like, Britt Brit Baker got fucked up. Britt Baker got... No, like... Not, I have between that and the thumb talks, the thumbtacks, holy shit. I have nothing but respect for her, because, like... She did not need to. Do, she did not need to take any bumps that she took in this match. Yeah, but she did anyway. Yeah, and I got nothing but respect. They did this. In my, in my opinion, overall, this beats the exploding barbed wire death match of last week. You all know why I can agree with you? Because they hyped this one up and it exceeded my expectations. Yeah, that's life solid match. It's a solid match, but, like, the thing is, when I watched this match, and I, like, I, I didn't care who won at some point. That's the thing. It's been a while since I've watched a match, and I didn't care who won because I was so invested in what was happening. I was just like, yeah. yo. Because, like, that that spot when uh they had the ladder wedged to her, and she just did a missile drop kick to it. And I was like, bro, there's no way you, that did not hurt. There's no way that did not hurt. There was no losers in the match. No, exactly. There was, there was no they were both losers in this match. Yeah, there was a pile of uh, chairs. There were two different table spots. There were a suplex from the top onto the said uh, chairs. There was a bag of thumbtacks that got brought out, suplexed onto, then Britt Baker got rolled into at one point. Oh. That was the... Worse when she's got the she's got the thingy in. Lock What's it jaw. called? The lockjaw. Yeah, 
and then she just <laughs> rolls her back onto it. Yeah. Oh, that looked like, terrible. Oh, like, oh, oh, man. Yeah, and she puts Rebel through a table, not Reba. Uh, Reba. Rebel, not Reba. Then she does a uh, Fire yeah. Thunder driver through a table for the one, two, three, while Brute Baker is like half under the ring. Which is pretty funny. <laughs> she was just dead. Right. She was just like, so dead. You need to end it right now. Yeah. That's what that was. Like, Man, uh, it looked like she died on when she went through that table onto the ground at the end. It looked like she was dead. Well, like, yeah. Like, the way you hit, like the way she had to have hit that table, she like almost certainly could have been locked out there. Yeah. Like she still had thumbtacks that, in her back. That's the thing. Yeah. She still had thumbtacks in her back. Oh god, that was a brutal ass match. But like not too brutal that like you didn't want to keep watching. Just brutal enough that like it kept you on the edge of your seat and you wanted to see what it happened next. It was shock next. value. It yeah. was all pure shock. Yeah. Because like. And Britt Baker is just getting busted open. Nah, bro. She was painted red. She was painted red. Busted. I've seen a lot of blood, but, like, this is the second most blood I've seen since Dustin. Yeah, that, but I was going to say, I was like, nothing's beaten Dustin, and I don't (laughs) think anything ever will. That was the most. Andy, did you watch that match? When? when? Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes? What? No. Oh, and no, okay. Say no more. Say no more. Say no more. What are you five, it's about? it's literally a five star match, like actually that a five star match. That sounds awesome. It is. It is. No matter what you think it is, it's not what you think. No matter what you think it is, because I'll be honest with you. Andy, what do you mean? I, I was like, I wanted to just like, oh, this will be a whatever match. Like it'll be good. But I was like, when it was done, I was like, wow. Oh. I'm not gonna say the one because I, I know you, Andy. You get it. Ooh, ooh. But like, they're brothers. Yes, they are. Yes, they are, Andy. Ooh, ooh. Are they? Are they? Are they? Are they still friends? Well, yeah, he's in the <laughs> Nightmare Family now. But like at the time, this was before Dynamite even started. This was during this, this the pay per views only. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And Man, fuck. Oh my god. Who would have thought? This is right when Gold Dust left this, WWE. Wasn't this also yeah. the thing where Cody got that chair shot? Wasn't this all together? No. No. Alright. No. That was the next pay per view. The pay per view after that, Sean Spears hit Cody in the head with a chair, Andy. Like straight chair shot and cut him open for him. like eight stitches and can custom. Oh man. It was a. Like, I've seen chair shots. That, he that, hit him with the side of the chair. He hit him with, not like, you know how everyone hit him? No, so he hit him, he hit him with this, the normal part of the chair, but he didn't hit him with, like, the seat. He hit him with the top brim. Okay. So, like, you know where the chair would fold back a little bit underneath? Yeah, like, the, the, the tube of metal at the top. No, not the top. Under So, like... I'm, I, imagine, oh, imagine a chair is like the this. Bottom of the yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. like that. That's where he hit Cody in the back of the head. So just oh, cut wow. him open and concussed him. You literally saw him go conk and drop to the floor. Yeah, no, like yeah. he got knocked the fuck out. AEW <laughs> has done a lot of like 
a lot of stuff, but they'll never do a shot like that. No, ever that again. One, that one was. That was bad publicity. That was everyone going. You should not have done that. That's like a career ender. Cody, like, yeah. If it got any worse, Cody might. That was scary. It was that bad. Was it was bad. Yeah, that was called that. That's known in infamy as the chair shot heard around the world. Okay. Like that's he fucking he got laid. Like dog. I cannot stress enough how much blood there was, how how big the cut was, and how fucking hard he hit the ground. No, like it did not look like a bump. It looked like he fucking collapsed his head and dropped. Because it was the second he got hit. You could see, like, all consciousness left his body. Yeah, his the arms, like, went, his head. whole body, like, went limp, and he just dropped to the side. It was yeah, so like fucked. He, like, he ragdolled. He yeah. Ragdolled. It was me, Jesse, Aiden, Son Alive, and we didn't say anything for, like, five minutes because we didn't know what we were watching. Yeah, we were like, holy was... shit. Like, did he just die? <laughs> it, it looked that bad. No cap, like. Like, even Sean Spears looked at the chair and kind of looked at him like, oh, shit. Like, they looked at the chair after, and you see it bent and just covered in blood. Yeah, it was bent wow. and, like, not the whole chair. Like, the brim. Like, that I was talking about. Like, it was fucked. Anyways, that's the whole oh, show. God. That That final match was, like... Holy shit. It's what they wouldn't have been Like, the rest of the show, it was like a 4 out of 5, you know? Like, average. I would have called it a 3 out of 5 if that main event wasn't just a total banger. Yeah, just the main like, event brought it up. Yeah. Oh, it's easily a hard like, character show. That was yeah. a 5-star main event. And then, like, obviously, MJF segment was incredible. Uh, I'm stoked for Darby Allen versus John show. Silver next week. But that was great. That yeah. was great. Yeah, you know what? I think that's our show. We don't really got a lot more to say. It was kind of a come down episode. You know what's crazy? We got that for free. That was just on regular TV. That we did. It was just the St. Patrick's Slam. And on that note, you're a weenie. If you don't like this, you're a weenie. What the bums? I'm a hot dog. (laughs) 